The bottom line is that the court rejected the position uh, of the state, of the uh, Population Authority and the Ministry of the Interior and the Attorney General, uh, that attempted to block registration or refuse registration of couples that married via the uh, Utah platform, which enables couples from all over the world uh, to marry uh, via um, a specific uh, Zoom service, uh, namely uh, for Israelis uh, who are either unable to marry, and there are hundreds of thousands of Israeli citizens who cannot marry in Israel because of the religious control of a marriage, uh, or who do not wish to submit to the religious control, uh, the uh, Utah online weddings or Utah uh, distant um, conferencing weddings uh, is uh, godsend. Uh, it's a major breakthrough. And the court rejected the position of the state and, uh, in essence, ordered the state to do what the Supreme Court has been ruling since the 60s, uh, namely, uh, when Israelis present uh, an official marriage certificate from a different country, uh, the ministry um, uh, has to satisfy itself that it's an authentic marriage certificate, but not go beyond it. So uh, it's a window of opportunity for Israelis uh, to marry overseas uh, and register their marriage uh, without leaving the country. And this ruling, it's a ruling in principle, meaning it has no specificity for the particular couples, but it is a blanket ruling. No, no. Let me, let me clarify. Thank you for, uh, for uh, asking. So we represented in the petition, and when I say we, I'm referring to the advocacy organization which I head, uh, which is Chidush, the Hebrew acronym of the words Chofesh Dafesh Yom, Freedom of Religion and Equality. Uh, we represent, in addition to Hidush itself, eight Israeli couples that marry via the Utah wedding platform and uh, who request to be registered as married on the basis of that. And two rabbis, reform rabbis from Utah, who have officiated at weddings of Israeli couples via this uh, decent um, conferencing platform. Uh, so the petition, the administrative petition, is at the same time specific, namely refers to these particular eight couples, and is a general and principled, namely it asks uh, the court to rule that every couple that brings um, to the uh, ministry or to the population authority an official Utah marriage certificate should be eligible entitled to be registered as married. Now, these are called Utah marriages. Is Utah County, which administers them, the only authority, to your knowledge, that actually provides this kind of a service? Well, this is really an innovative approach of Utah County uh, that developed around the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, when something like that really became essential. Uh, and for Israeli couples uh, that couldn't travel to Cyprus, either because they couldn't travel from here or because the Cyprian authorities shut down uh, their services, uh, this was really a critically uh, needed uh, alternative 
because there was no other uh, alternative. Uh, but um, the, uh, uh, over these uh, few years, the service, the platform has developed, and couples from all over the world uh, marry via Utah for a variety of reasons. Uh, and uh, I have um, inquired with the federal authorities, and uh, these um, um, uh, distant conferencing um, wedding platform uh, is recognized uh, equally to any other civil weddings which are held in person uh, in any other county or state in the U.S. Uh, that is uh, the position of the federal authorities and the um, State Department. And uh, many other countries have already uh, recognized it. Uh, I imagine that this innovation, this um, really um, uh, a creative and and, uh, and new approach uh, will uh, gather uh, a lot of following uh, because in every other field of law, uh, of education, etc., uh, distant learning, distant conferencing uh, is now uh, more common and more used. Yet, uh, to your knowledge, you're not aware of any other jurisdiction anywhere uh, that actually provides this same kind of a service? Well, there are uh, some jurisdictions, additional jurisdictions, that allow couples to uh, register and obtain marriage license from uh, uh, online. Uh, and we've been involved with a wedding of an Israeli couple some years ago uh, that took place in Montana. Uh, via Zoom, uh, the couple was in Tel Aviv, and the officiating rabbi uh, was in uh, in Montana. Uh, but there, it, uh, it depended on an interpretation of the existing Montana law. Uh, it uh, has been used in Montana, for instance, for couples where both parties or one uh, is serving in the army overseas. Uh, but uh, what Utah has done is really revolutionize uh, the, uh, the concept and created explicit, um, uh, very detailed uh, platform, uh, highly sophisticated. Uh, and that, to the best of my knowledge, is the, is the first one, and uh, I imagine that others will follow suit. You've noted that this is a creative solution that yes. can help many Israeli couples right. and right. remove the need to travel abroad. How right. would you place this in the broader efforts uh, for more inclusive for civil marriage within Israel? Is this something yes. that is at all on the horizon? Well, that's a very important question because uh, this is a major chapter uh, in the book of the struggle for religious freedom and equality uh, in Israel. As you know, or may know, uh, Israel is the only Western democracy in the world that denies its citizens uh, the freedom to marry. Uh, there are uh, scores of countries that deny their citizens uh, that liberty. Uh, most of them are uh, Sharia-governed countries, Muslim theocracies. Uh, and, uh, and the uh, fact that uh, marriage uh, is controlled in Israel by religion, whether Jewish or non-Jewish, results with a, a serious infringement 
on both civil liberties, um, religious freedom, uh, the concept of equality, human dignity, because hundreds of thousands of Israeli citizens, as I mentioned, cannot marry at all. For instance, about 400,000 or so uh, new immigrants and, uh, and their children, if the mother is the new immigrant from the former Soviet Union, uh, who are either not halachically Jewish or can prove that they are halachically Jewish to the satisfaction of the rabbinate. Uh, LGBTQ, same-sex couples. Uh, the uh, um, um, couples where the uh, husband is, uh, is a priest or uh, considered to be uh, of priestly descent, uh, and the wife is a divorcee or a female convert. Uh, there is also the issue of the blacklist, the uh, illegitimacy, uh, that um, if once uh, once declared by a rabbinic court, uh, the uh, the children, uh, the individuals cannot marry at all in Israel to anyone, uh, other than to another illegitimate person. Uh, so this involves uh, not just uh, theoretic uh, um, principles, but tangible, painful, serious infringement on the right to marry. Uh, that, according to our estimation, uh, involves approximately 600, 650,000 Israeli citizens. But no less important is the fact that um, some 85% of secular Israeli Jews, when asked if you had the option of marrying outside the rabbinate, uh, respond, I would not marry in the rabbinate. Uh, so 85% of secular Israeli Jews, which make up about half of the Israeli popula uh, Jewish population, uh, don't want to be married in the rabbinate, and they are forced to do that by politicians um, who make deals over their dignity and over their rights and over their backs. Uh, and, and the majority of them uh, would have preferred civil marriage. So this is a very serious issue, which in every other normal democracy is taken for granted. Uh, in Israel, the game is being played, and uh, both uh, political right, center, and left have not seriously challenged that uh, until now. So given all of that, one cannot over-exaggerate the importance of uh, yesterday's ruling. Uh, yes, the state may still appeal it, uh, but the uh, consistent history of Supreme Court rulings over the issues of civil marriage of Israelis overseas, in all kinds of situations, whether it's same-sex or intermarriage uh, or uh, non-authorized converts, etc., etc., uh, the Supreme Court has consistently forced the uh, population authority to register the marriages in spite of their efforts over the course of the last 60 years uh, since the first landmark case was decided by the Supreme Court in the early 60s. Uh, so the, the Supreme Court has consistently rejected the state's objections and attempts uh, to block that avenue. And uh, in that sense, um, yesterday's ruling is not revolutionary, but, uh, uh, but just another step in the same direction uh, that the Supreme Court has been pointing for decades.